during this episode, I'm honored and excited to welcome Dr. Tom Young, a board-certified family physician, a national mental health expert, and the founder and chief medical officer of Pro and Behavioral Health. While together, Dr. Young shares how his company uses a fresh and innovative approach to deliver mental health care through an evidence-based behavioral health workflow engine that simplifies the complex process of delivering mental health care and helps providers and researchers get the data they need to make more informed clinical decisions and produce better outcomes for patients suffering from mental health. Join us as we discuss how Dr. Young and the Prone Behavioral Health team are starting patients on the right path to improve mental health. Let's go. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Hi, Dr. Young. A warm welcome to our podcast today. Good morning. Glad to be here. Well, given your experience as a board-certified family physician with more than 35 years of medical experience and a recognized national thought leader on ways to better identify and manage mental health disorders, especially among adolescents and teens, I'm grateful for this important conversation today. But before we dive in, a bit of housekeeping. While listening to any of our episodes, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast so you will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And lastly, please visit the bottom of the episode notes to connect with me on LinkedIn and Twitter in order to further the conversations occurring on this podcast. All right, Tom, it's almost time for our community to learn how you and the Pro and Behavioral Health team are helping providers start patients on the right path to improve mental health by efficiently, accurately, and consistently diagnosing and treating mental illness. But first, what's that one piece of advice that you would give to others who are passionate about reimagining the health of our world? I would tell people that if you have a passion, you have a vision of a way to improve not only the U.S. healthcare for patients, but worldwide, don't stop. Don't let anything get in your way. Don't let anybody tell you that it won't work until you prove to yourself the value of what you're doing. Now, Tom, I know we're going to talk about your journey with Prone Behavioral Health and all the good work you and the team have been doing there for a number of years. And Tom, you know, been doing a lot of this work for quite some time, building companies, building vision. You know, as well as I do, it is not easy to innovate in healthcare. This is a very difficult industry to do so. And you have to have that passion, that fire in your belly to continue your path to change the game in this very complex industry. Is that something that not only that you've taken with yourself through all of your different journeys, but also share that with your team, set that as a culture? Is that something that is important to you and your teammates as you continue to build a company like Proem? Oh, absolutely. We talk daily about the importance of what we do, why we do it, how valuable it can be, the iteration and change. I have a very creative group of people I work with, and so the ability to use their creativity and their passion to build upon the essence of what we started with the original company back years ago and how we have grown the organization to this point. So absolutely, the passion that each person brings, not only to their job, but to the organization as a whole is critical. 
Absolutely love it. And we're going to talk about the organization and all the different iterations along the way of what is now today, Pro and Behavioral Health. We're going to discuss all of that and more after we get back from thanking our community champion sponsor. Located in Denver, Colorado's nationally ranked River North District, Catalyst is a healthcare innovation campus that brings together stakeholders from across the industry to accelerate innovation and drive real, lasting change our nation desperately needs. From established organizations to startups, from accelerators to advocacy organizations, and from medical schools to global companies, everyone at Catalyst works side-by-side to create, develop, refine, and bring to market cutting-edge innovations that will fundamentally transform healthcare as we know it. With industry leaders like Medical Group Management Association, Olive, Medical Solutions, UC Health, Cirrus MD, and many others calling Catalyst home, along with innovative pioneers visiting from across the nation, Catalyst continually fosters their foundational belief that collaboration and partnerships will move the healthcare industry forward. To virtually tour Catalyst and claim your space on campus or host an upcoming event, visit CatalystHealthTech.com or visit the top of the episode notes and click on their link. All right, we are back with Dr. Tom Young, Chief Medical Officer at Pro and Behavioral Health. Tom, you set us up perfectly on the front end, making sure you have that fire in the belly, the passion to build companies to reimagine healthcare, because you know as well as I do, you've been at it for quite some time. This is not an easy road. This is a very complex industry. You got to have that passion. You got to have that fire in the belly to continue to move forward to innovate in this industry. And you guys are doing that with Prone Behavioral Health. I can't wait to discuss more on all the good things happening in your camp. And of course, where you see things heading in this space and what we should be mindful of in regards to your work and your expertise and what's on the horizon and what we should be considering as well. And then of course, how we can help you. But first, Tom, let's take it back. You've had a storied career, a storied journey. How did you also build Prone Behavioral Health to where it is today? Give us a little bit of that look in of how you got to where you are today. I appreciate the opportunity. We started this myself and another guy that I had worked with in various other startups. I ran into a brilliant psychiatrist who had spent his career developing assessment tools, particularly in the world of research around the world, pharmaceutical research, medical device research. And I saw the vision of what was needed, I thought, in healthcare, in the actual one-on-one patient care. And that is primary care doctors provide 85% of all the diagnoses of mental health disorder in this country. They provide 80% or more of all the prescriptions for the medications that are used for people with mental illness. And yet they have the poorest set of tools and have the most complex opportunities to make diagnoses correctly. I saw what he was doing in research. I envisioned that I could create that set of tools and opportunities for use for primary care docs so that they could provide to their patients the front line of mental health, the right tools to get the right diagnoses at the right time and effectively track and follow the outcome and provide better outcomes. The passion started with the understanding as a primary care doc that we were doing a lot of the frontline work, didn't have all the tools we needed. So I went on a hunt for the tools. Such a great way to I see the problem firsthand. You were experiencing it as a practitioner, so were your peers and colleagues. But Tom, when you started going out there and thinking about this, you met up with the business leader. Did you also start asking around? Yes, you could say that it was a problem. But did you notice this amongst your peers, amongst your colleagues, that this was pervasive and this needed to change? 
Absolutely. I had come out of the world of family medicine and being a teacher. I'd also been the medical director for a large Medicaid program, so I saw firsthand what the struggle was for primary care doctors to provide care to patients as a payer, if you will, at the Medicaid level, saw the difficulty that people were having, talked to physicians here locally in my community, saw the difficulty they were having managing the pharmaceutical process around Medicaid, for example. So in the process of growing sort of my journey, there were pieces that sort of fell into place and the conversations began to develop over time. An early onset program, we began a program that ended up being a call center for the nation for medical care. We had 3,600 people. We answered from many of the major hospitals around the country, and we saw the problem every day. And I saw the struggle that primary care docs were having with the mental health part of what they did every day. It was a continuing, ongoing conversation that started way back in the 90s. And it started even further back than that when I was teaching and I saw the problem that we had as primary care teachers and primary care residents in getting accurate behavioral health diagnoses. There just weren't the tools. There wasn't the access. There wasn't the time in our day to effectively and efficiently do it. And we needed additional help. So those conversations started as far back as the late 70s and early 80s and began to evolve for me in saying there's got to be a better way to do this. Absolutely incredible. And so with that, Chrome Behavioral Health now is approaching seven years as a formalized organization. You're initially the founder and CEO. So how did that come into focus? I know a lot of our community members tuning into the podcast are entrepreneurs themselves, and they're always looking to learn from leaders like yourself. How did the actual company then start becoming into focus? The, the initial company came into focus with a conversation with this very brilliant and talented psychiatrist who had developed a tool in a paper format and early on tried to do it in a digital format that did this well in the research world. And so in conversations with him and understanding his take on how to assess people, how to accurately you know, ask questions, how to accurately gain data, if you will, that allowed that data to drive the primary care provider's diagnostic skills. A couple of friends who we had built some other things together, we began to look at how do we make this into a company? So in late 2015 and early 2016, we created the company with three people. We initiated the building of what was then InView, which was the original founding name. And we began to grow the product, build some software, take the time, take the trouble, begin to figure out the market space, how to get this to people, because you can have a brilliant idea and a great piece of software. But number one, if it's not usable, if it's not convenient, and if people don't understand the need for it, it sits vacant and dull. So we began to explore that. I began to add people that I had worked with in the past. And we gradually grew the program until we reached the point where we understood the research world, thank you to the founding physician who had been in that world, but the commercial world, i.e. the payers, the primary care doctors out in the world, that was where the expansion needed to come. So from an entrepreneurial point of view, we understood that we needed a partner. We needed an investment partner, and we found a wonderful investment partner in what was then Buckhead, which is now Panoramic Ventures. And Panoramic then, original group, 
was able to then begin to grow and expand and delve into the world of how to make it easier for people, how to make the software do what the software needed to do for them, not what we necessarily needed. What did our customers need? We've gone two iterations. We continue to iterate. I would tell people, this is not a done deal. You don't build a product and walk. You build a product and you keep building it. And you keep asking questions. Keep asking, what do you want? What do you need? What's next? I was on a phone call this morning way early with one of our customers saying, well, what if we could get this? So that passion to keep building something that's useful has to be part of the journey. So that's key to ProOM's growth. This is how you begin the process if you're a primary care provider. This is how you begin the process if you're helping teens or adolescents or children. Our work goes all the way down to age six. So we provide things for people in all sorts of behavioral health conditions. We also sort of began the journey of questions we got from doctors. And one of the questions we got always was, okay, you've helped me find these people. Now what do I do? That became a force for us to say, we need to move from finding to helping you know what you do next. Reimagine the entire platform. And or just recently, and that was for part of the name change, we wanted to be the beginning of the process model in behavioral health, something that's lacking, something that physicians could grab onto like they have in physical health care so that they could understand this is what you do first. This is what you do next. This is how you get to the place that you're really helping your patient. Well, that's fantastic stories and insights, Tom, and it's very valuable for other aspiring entrepreneurs to hear that because you're spot on. You know, you just don't build something and walk away. You always got to be asking the questions. You always have to be iterating because the work is never done if you want to continue to move the healthcare industry forward. So I absolutely love that story and kind of the behind the scenes, Tom. So let's go current state today, the recent rebrand to Proem Behavioral Health. Very exciting. You said it better fits with where you are today. So let's talk about today. Been through, like you said, several iterations. So in regards to today, where we are right now, what's the elevator pitch for Proem Behavioral Health? Who is Proem Behavioral Health? I would tell you that Proem is a platform that provides providers of all types in the behavioral health space the opportunity to have a unique and functional process model from screening to interviewing to following to measuring outcomes to being able to drive content back to the patient to offer other kinds of treatment protocols. Can we link you, doctor, to internet cognitive behavioral therapy programs? Can we link you to telepsychiatry? So we become sort of the platform that allows you in the beginning to find and assess the patient through screening to begin to get more clear about the diagnosis. And then once you're clear and you've got your patient in the right spot, looking at all the opportunities that are out there and helping you connect you and your patient to some of the right therapy, to some of the right opportunities, all off a single platform. And then moving to the next iteration in behavioral health and psychiatry, which is moving forward from subjective assessments into objective assessments. We know historically and scientifically, that certain biometric markers can tell us a lot. For example, the certain information that you can get from sleep can tell you accurately whether somebody does or does not have depression. And then can I track and follow that patient's underlying behavioral health disorder by tracking, for example, their heart rate variation on a daily basis? Can I track other biomarkers? Can I track sleep strategy or sleep tracking? 
to see if people have problems with their underlying behavioral health. That is kind of the new world. So we'll be adding those kinds of things and bridging the gap between simply subjective assessments of people to objective assessments of people. We have tools already out there in the commercial space like Oura Rings and Apple Watches and Garmin Watches and Fitbits that track an enormous amount of information. We at Chrome believe that we can help bring all that data together, that subjective data through high quality, highly validated scales and assessments and tracking questionnaires, as well as data from the biometric space and help doctors and patients understand themselves and help doctors understand how to help them. So it's both additive to the patient and additive to the provider. A very exciting roadmap. And Tom, is that in the near future? How far out is this future state and next iteration looking? I think we will be able to offer some very interesting initiation of that biometric biomarker status around behavioral health in 2023. That's not very far away. Very exciting, Tom. So let's also take it back today. We'll just mention the future state of where you're going on that kind of objectivity and wearables and really wrapping a patient with the data. Very, very powerful. We know a lot of the aspects of healthcare going that way, which I am a huge fan of. But Tom, let's go back to current state in a little bit of a historical context as well. And what do I mean by that? Obviously, we've been living through a pandemic. And we also know that in that pandemic exposed an epidemic. And that's our mental health, behavioral health, and that crisis within our country and really globally. Tom, how did that impact, that experience impact you and the Proem team? And when you think about your services and your technology, what did the pandemic do in the epidemic within it, mental behavioral health crisis? What did that do? How did that leave a mark? Did that change anything in how you offer your services or technology? What was that experience like? That's a great question. Fortunately, I had a lot of opportunity to talk with people around the country about that. I think the biggest thing the pandemic did was take an enormous spotlight and shine it on a long existing problem. You now begin to see underpinnings of that when you see surveys that say 40% of all adolescents will positively endorse loneliness. Well, is that the pandemic or is that really part of the foothold of what we've done through technology for adolescents, for example, with all the different phones and social media and all the other things which allegedly bring people together, but they probably don't in the true sense of bringing people together. And so that shined that spotlight. What that did for us was it also enforced the idea that you can do things from a distance. Somebody doesn't have to walk in a doctor's door to gather data. Somebody doesn't have to walk in a physician's door and know what's wrong with them and then find it out when they get there. We can provide technologically assisted assessments. We can make them efficient. We can make them fit into the system. We can make them easy for people to complete. So that became part of our journey was to say, how do we fit the new world? The old world was you came into your doctor, your doctor handed you a piece of paper, you ended, asked nine or 10 questions. He took a look at them, maybe talked about them, maybe didn't, depends on how it was designed. We could make sure that the patient got access to questions that would help them understand themselves and then subsequently also provide information tailored to their responses. So if you're a parent and you have a child and you're concerned that there's something going on with them, you can get to tools. Your physician can get you information digitally through your phone, through an iPad, and you can then use that information for you and your family to act on and then act on quality information, not self-search the internet 
but use some tailored tools that will help you that are quality driven, that can be provided through companies like Proem, that let you and your family have a better handle on what's going on and then provide you the right information backwards. Provide your physician simultaneously the information he or she needs to be able to help you. Information back to school counselors, as it were, or others that are involved in adolescence life. So the ability to do things at a distance was really one of the blessings of the pandemic. If you think about all of us who were still in the healthcare system prior to 2020, then you understand that we didn't really talk much about telehealth. We talked about telehealth for psychiatry because of a lack of abundance of psychiatrists. And that was going on for several years prior, but really telehealth wasn't a thing. And then all of a sudden, telehealth and the ability to use distance and technology exploded. Proem was able to bring a lot of the stuff into the world of technology. And that was a boon to us. And it was also a challenge. And it was also a demand of us to be able to try and meet that need. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and we're still living through those times. And we've seen some of those genies come out of the bottle during the pandemic. And I'm a big fan of not trying to put them back in because this has helped so many people and and has really shined a light on technological capabilities and what we can do to better serve patients uh, when and where needed, right? So thank you for sharing that, Tom. It's very important. And of course, you obviously mentioned what's on the future state, what's on the horizon, a very exciting view in regards to using data wearables and using that type of information to serve your patients. So an exciting future there. But of course, then, Tom, we still want to bring it back today and be able to ask you how our community, a passionate group of leaders in the healthcare industry who tune into this podcast weekly, how they can be helping you. So Tom, what's one problem need or question that you and the Prome team have that our community can be helping you with? I think the one question that we would ask the medical community in your particular space in the medical community, how can technologically driven data collection in the behavioral health space assist you in your daily care of people? If you're a therapist, how does having more information about your patient at your fingertips that you can share with and interact with, how does that help you? What would that information be? What do you not have that you need? How would we help you move from strictly subjective into the use of objective data? Tell me what that would mean to you. Tell me what the importance of things like tracking and following people, monitoring people, What's that value to you and your patient in terms of knowing how things are going? How would you like to receive that information? We always want to know more about what you need, what you want, and what you dream about that you think would help. Call us. Tell us what you think. If you guys could do X, Y, Z, we'd love to have that conversation. Well, in order to have that conversation, Tom, they needed to get a hold of you. How can they get a hold of you? Social media handles, contact points, websites, or otherwise. How do they get a hold of you, Tom? Well, Proem Health has a website. You can catch up with me at T Young, Y-O-U-N-G, at Proem, P-R-O-E-M, health.com. Happy to receive those emails. You could reach us by phone. We have a great staff of people, both in the worldwide research space and in the commercial development and commercial deployment space helping groups and organizations around the U.S. We also have an exposure worldwide. We have servers and provide service to people on every continent in the world, except Antarctica. So if we can help you, please call us, Prohm Health, look on the web. Brand new website just opened today. We just re-unwrapped the new name, the new logo today, and we're very happy to sort of jump that out on this podcast. And 
make people aware of it. So if you find a phone number and want to call me, give me a call. Always happy to take calls. If I don't answer, give me a message. I'll call you back. I love it. And all those contact points for our community are listed in the episode notes. So simply scroll down to your favorite podcast player to click on through to get a hold of Tom and the Proem team. Of course, you can head over to our free global online community at passionatepioneers.com where there will be a post for Tom's episode where you can leave comments, feedback, suggestions, or otherwise, as well as to get a hold of those contact points online. Again, over at passionatepioneers.com. Tom, this has been a very important and valuable conversation. I really enjoyed the time together. But before we sign off, I have one more piece for you. It's a fill in the blank. I'm a passionate pioneer because... Moving things forward is critical to existing. I love it. Way to wrap us up here and land the plane on this podcast, Tom. Very valuable words and very valuable insights. So thank you so much, Tom. It was an absolute honor and absolute pleasure to have you here today. Wishing you and the Proem Health team all the best. But for now, thank you again for being with us today. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate the time and look forward to talking again sometime. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode.